Hello, everyone. Welcome to Across the Pond, the podcast where we talk to people from around the world. Uh, yeah. Today, I get to speak with Jesse. He is a man that is an inspiring voice actor. We talk a lot about the education system. Well, I should say education in general, not necessarily the education system, but education in general. I feel like a lot of people should hear this simply because I, I feel that a lot of people in this world are rather, I'll say lazy, and not in a disrespectful way. They are lazy. So definitely listen to this because you might learn a thing or two about just educating yourself, being a teacher, uh, you know, being able to leave an impact on someone. You should definitely give this a give this a listen. Jesse. Uh, yeah, hello. Hey, what's up? Um, hold on. Can you give me a quick sentence? Say a quick sentence. Uh, hello. This is me. I want to make sure audio is okay on both parts so that you this goes well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just one second. Yeah, it's super weird because like sometimes some people have like really quiet mics even though they're turned up all the way, and like oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the heck's going on with my computer, but my audio levels for literally everything have been so messed up recently. It's been so frustrating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to make sure that the audio is clear on my end since I am using like a, a pair of headphones. Yeah, it, it sounds fine. Honestly, I'm just making sure that like you're loud enough is all. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, no, you're good. Anyway, thanks. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, hey, hello. <laughs> how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well so far. I've just kind of finished up some schoolwork and i've just been uh sitting around nice what kind of schoolwork mm -hmm. do you got um well right now i'm in uh, i'm in college right now mm -hmm. i'm going in to become uh i'm going in for english uh and education so just some basic assignments uh learning how to properly teach kids and understand how to dissect a book oh it sounds like stuff i'd fall asleep to no offense no, no, that's fair. It is. It, it all depends on the teachers. Yeah, for sure. When I was in school and uh, in English, I had this, oh my goodness, she's so sweet, but she was one of the most oldest, most frail women I think I've ever come across. And she oh, was wow. like, she was like, oh, Daniel, you know, like, I'm going to help you with stuff. And like, she would try and teach me. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't understand. Like, but I, I was never good at books. The, the one thing that I sucked at when it came to English was it was really hard for me to read a book and then be able to mm -hmm. retain that information and then take a test on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand completely. Uh, but, I over the same issue too. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it is because here's the thing. It's not that like I hate the book or don't like the book. It's like I'll read the pages and I'll be like, oh, you know, that was really good. And then ask me 10 minutes later. I'm like, wait, what did I just read? So bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still struggle with that a lot. For me, if I'm not hooked on the book within like the first few pages, um, I lose all interest uh, wholeheartedly. There's only like one book uh, I read, uh, I think it was a few months ago, that really gained my interest within the first chapter. Let, like, let alone like the first 10 pages, I was already hooked on the book. Mm -hmm. uh, 
It was called uh, Every Day by David Levithan. It's one of the only books that I will recommend to basically anybody. Uh, just because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. What is it like one of those life books or is it just like a really good nonfiction or fictional story? It is a uh, it's a certain category. It's like semi fictional. So everything is basically the same thing. Like it's everyday life. You know, there's basic human things like going to school, going to work. Uh, but he well, the the main character is the only person who has like this sort of mystical ability. Mm. It's um, to, to summarize it. They are essentially kind of like a spirit in a way where every day they wake up in another person's body mm. um, for 24 hours. As soon as it strikes midnight, they go on to another person. They don't, they can't control it. They don't choose who they are. And it's, they have these like certain rules that they have to follow. That sounds really interesting. I've never heard of a premise like that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. And it's a, it's a young adult novel. So there is a romance aspect to it, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I will say. Yeah, that sounds interesting. It, just out of curiosity, <laughs> let's just say if you were thrown in some random person's body, you know, like let, let's take you, for example, if if All you right. were that spirit and, you, you mm-hmm. know, literally anyone, you know, just some random person, what would you do for 24 hours? Ooh, okay. Like, of course, um, of, of course, there's mm-hmm. no like, you know, it's not like Mark Cuban or anything like that, you know, some rando. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, they do address it in the book sort of way. So the main character they kind of abide to like, let's not mess anything up. They can mm. access some memories. So it's like, hey, this is uh, this is their friend. Uh, that's their mom. These are their siblings. So okay. let me try to act like them as much as possible. But they also kind of touch on the aspect of what if I don't care? What if, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not me. It's them who's going to get in trouble. Yeah. And I feel like I would, knowing the type of person I am, <laughs> I would <laughs> probably try to fix any situation like if they're going through a rough patch in life if they're going through something probably take a step toward to fixing it um and writing down notes around for them so they oh yeah when when the day ends the person has no memory of what happened that day so mm. you know they they'll come back and just think oh I I don't know what happened yesterday so it, it is it can be very risky. Mm. Uh, but I'll probably try to help them if I can the way I see fit, which probably would get me in trouble too. So So you say that you're someone who you, you sound like someone who's very empathetic in terms of like, you know, you just want to make sure that people are okay, you know, you want to help out. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think is like so we're getting real deep real fast. What do you think is like the, oh, the root of that, like from your childhood? Um, where I think that kind of stems from is, uh, it's kind of like a a motto I try to abide to, and it is to be the person you kind of wish you had uh, when you were growing up. Mm. And for me, I didn't have much of a support system. While yes, I had, um, family and some friends, it was always, I always felt kind of distant. From people and i was always afraid that i couldn't talk to anyone or that i would just bother them in a way so i would stay reserved and keep to myself no one would ask me if anything's wrong because they just assumed 
oh, he's, uh, he's just awkward behavior. And there are some moments where I wish someone would have asked me. Um, and I try to offer as much help. I'll ask them questions to try to understand if someone is, uh, is, is okay or not and to, to listen to them because sometimes people just need to talk. Mm. Hey, it's, it, it's, it's interesting that you say all that because I'm the same way. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's so like, oh my goodness, I say this every time and then I always say, I say this every time when I say this every time, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I get it. a lot of the people that I talk to, there's so many aspects about them that are qualities that I possess, you know? I feel like mm -hmm. I'm the same way as you in terms of like, I hate to see people hurting, you know, like I want to try and fix that, you know, like I want to be able to kind of be that person where someone can come and talk to you. Um, when I was younger, you know, I was kind of that person that was kind of pushed off to the side as well, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it sounds like you and I kind of grew up the same way. Yeah. Similarly. Yeah. yeah. Would you consider yourself um, kind of like a loyal person or someone who just kind of wants to see, you know, the good? Um, I will say I'm fairly loyal, uh, because at the end of the day, I want to help people, mm -hmm. but I also kind of want, like, if, if there was ever like a falling out, if someone would ever told me something in secret, like the way they, uh, something personal, even if we had a falling out, I would not reveal that because although like maybe we're not on good terms, I don't think it's right to talk about someone else's business because you know word spreads like wildfire when it gets out yeah and it's it's never a fun thing you know you tell someone in confidence you have a falling out and now this secret or this dilemma you have is now uh out in the public mm. that's mm. good mm. man that, that's really good it, it almost feels like i just asked the very last question i was going to ask you dang Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, so the last question I like to ask everyone is what is like a piece of advice or something that you, you know, like a saying or something that you've held on to that's like kind of helped mm -hmm. you through life. But that's the last question. So I won't ask that now. But I, okay, I feel like everything cool. you just said was like a very good example of that. Okay. Um, all right. So, so with your, your schooling and everything, you say you have an associate's degree and stuff. Um, what do you mm -hmm. want to do with your life? in terms of education because of course people go to school to get an education you know it's not like you mm -hmm. just go to school to all right i just want to sit in class and be bored you know so like what what's kind of like yeah. your goal so um my my major is uh education specifically adolescent education so middle school high schoolers mm -hmm. with a focus on english mm -hmm. and my main goal actually doesn't have much to do with the education part but it's slowly become that's become a part of it, and I, I do thoroughly enjoy it. Um, my main focus was going into English because I wanted to create uh, stories. And being part of projects, having a team, I want to write books. I want to create TV shows or like little uh, you know, animations uh, as a way to convey a story that someone can watch and kind of learn from. And I unfortunately, I do fear that that may not com be completely doable. So if I were to go into education, that way, either while I'm starting, uh, I can teach kids uh, what to do, how to, how to act, taking these, these books, and maybe not just how to write a paper, like what is theme, plot, but taking the lessons that they have and kind of converting it 
into a real life scenario. Mm. So, you know, it's like you can read Romeo and Juliet all you want. You can try to understand Shakespeare and, you know, fail miserably because no one understands Shakespeare. <laughs> True. But, but if you understand, it's all about, you know, that the love dynamic being restricted and going above and beyond, but it also results in hurting people. Like his, his spoiler alert, if people haven't read Shakespeare, uh, his <laughs> friend dies. Um, you know, they die at the end because it's so of, I have to be with this person being, having that selfish desire where you just end up hurting yourself as well as the people around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being able to teach kids some, some life lessons that, uh, schools don't typically teach them would be a good way to, you know, have a foot in the door while also trying to accomplish, uh, the things I want to do. And if it doesn't work out, I can just teach and try to inspire other kids. I wish I had teachers like you growing up, to be honest. <laughs> like, I had such cra- I mean, like, here's the thing. I went to a small little uh, private school. And so, like, you know, the teachers mm-hmm. were very personable, but they were also mm-hmm. not necessarily teachers. Like, mm-hmm. they were really smart, but they didn't know how to teach, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I get that now. I still see that now. And it drives me crazy. I, it's just like, I can appreciate someone who's very knowledgeable, you know, a scholar, if you will. I, I can understand, you know, the the value in knowledge, but there mm-hmm. also is a bigger value when it comes to being able to uh, teach that that knowledge, especially to people who are growing up and their minds are still being molded. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, like, please, you know, like, can I just have, you know, teacher Jesse, like, he sounds like he knows yeah. what he's talking about, <laughs> you know, I wish I had that teacher yeah. who would be able to tell me, you know, about Romeo and Juliet. And it's not just like, okay, well, you got to sit down with the group and discuss it. I mean, like, of course, that's good and everything, but it would have been nice to have at the end of that, this is what it's about, you know, this is what the point was, whatever it was. And then not to mention, of course, all the life lessons, you know, everything Mm -hmm. from relationships to to friendships to Mm -hmm. even tax things, you know, since, you know, you're talking about high school. Like, you sound like such a nice, just awesome person and i <laughs> we need more people just from talking to you for 13 yeah. minutes and 30 seconds we need more people like you oh wow <laughs> thank you <laughs> um i i agree wholeheartedly uh well i i grew up um i guess like a lower middle class but i had i went to a public school and it was a very diverse set of kids so being able to understand uh different perspectives different points of view was always uh was always interesting i i've met some some terrible <laughs> characters uh <laughs> while in while in school i i could go on a whole list of what's wrong with just three people i know yeah um but it's one thing that they did right was that they tr- they understood their demographic and one english teacher i had despite me not liking her she did do a few right things mm. and one of the things is that since we're not, um, the place I live in has improved through the years, but it's still, you want kids to understand the, the, the wrong path and like what can actually happen, how quickly someone can go down that path and change their whole life around. Yeah. Um, and we read a book, I think it was called Monster, where essentially a young kid, um, he was being put on trial, I believe for robbery and murder something along those lines i do not remember Mm -hmm. but he was a high schooler he was like 15 16 and you get to see his experiences of kind of 
being in juvie uh, while still trying to go through the process. And it was, you know, just being a normal kid. Was he just in the wrong place at the wrong time? You know, how quickly can things go wrong? And, you know, understanding that. And unfortunately, some kids I went to school with have taken that path. And I believe four of them are incarcerated. Mm. Um, and I, I, I did enjoy it because it felt more personal. It felt like something that could actually happen to us. And it just kind of stuck in the message of it starts off so small and then it just gets bigger and bigger, whether you want it to or not. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you might have just or you might have just answered this question that I'm going to ask you. But what would you say would be that one moment where you kind of it kind of all just clicked and you're like, you know, I kind of want to just help other people out. You know, like I kind of want to end up doing the right thing rather than kind of doing the wrong thing and ending up in a sucky situation. Uh, the exact moment, I believe it might have been in somewhere in college. Um, I, before I went into and I solidified my, my, my field of study, I was in a liberal arts thing, which allowed me to kind of do things that I wanted. And, you know, I went into film, I went into some art, uh, and I took some creative writing classes. And these have had a great impact on me and it, it, it kind of helped me become more of who I am and confident in the things that I do. And to me, it's a great feeling seeing all these other people knowing that they can create wonderful things. I, I feel like being an inspiration to them, whether just through word of mouth, being a friend, it's always satisfying knowing that someone who doesn't believe in themselves in themselves now they can after just a little discussion you know the things that they're afraid of some people are afraid of failure and if i were to be there dissect it with them um so that they could understand themselves a little bit more and how to tackle the situation it's always great to see someone think i can do this i just have to get through get through these obstacles yeah. and it's it's amazing yeah. No, and, and the thing that is really sad in today's society is the fact that we don't have those people mm. that are there kind of like pushing each other along. They're just the people like, here's the thing. And I see a huge difference in this. And it, it could just be in the area that I live. I, I live in Seattle. And so I see a lot of, I'll say left winged people. And so I feel like mm. saying this is somewhat justified, and, but I don't want to be rude at the same time. I see a lot of people mm. who, instead of saying like, Hey, you know, like, let me help you. They're just like, Oh, you know, like, I'm sorry. You know, so we have those yeah. people who are just kind of standing to the side and they're like, oh, I'll give you sympathy, but they don't encourage you and they don't push you. Mm -hmm. They just, I don't know, like give you like they kind of like try and bandage the wound rather than treat it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I do understand what you might, what you mean. Uh, some, <laughs> so, so they, they'll much rather just tell you everything's okay rather than helping you through it yes, and yeah. making sure that it's okay. Yeah. That's probably a better way to put it than, than how I said, but it, it, it's just that, it's just that idea, you know, that like we need more people to, we need them to like actually help rather than just say, I'm going to help. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's all about taking the initiative and taking the action. Yeah. There we go. The mind, the mind's goodness. My mind is going, the words are not coming to my mind tonight. I'm, I'm having a rough time. I'm sorry. 
No, it's all okay. <laughs> At least you are, you know, you're my other half, so you're able to just like spit all the words out that I'm trying to say. That's how this works, really. Mm-hmm. It is how it works. Yeah, it's, so it's good. So what about English specifically? To where you're like, ah, I want to go into English. So um history is annoying. I don't like history. Oof. It, it sucks. It, I'm sorry if, if, if there's any <laughs> history buffs out there, but I cannot get behind it. Uh, and I remember very little of it. Um, science has, has always been interesting, um, as well as math. But for English, you can create almost anything you want. And when I mean anything, I mean literally anything. It just requires some polishing, some overlooking, some reference. But if you want to write a story, let's say about um, a dog on an adventure where he learns what it means to, to be a good boy, you know, that, you know, it's, it's a cute little story that probably couldn't like, yeah. inspire people like, oh, this is nice. It's not just a, a, a dog learning how to be a good dog, but just what is good. Mm-hmm. And something such a simple can be dissected by many people. Uh, decoded in, in many ways and it's anything you want it to be the world can be anything mm, so you really are into the creative side is what you're saying yes <laughs> I, I, I love the creation process it's it's fun yeah have you like written mm. any books or anything or like short stories i um since i i took a uh, creative writing class in college I've written a few short stories I wrote like three mini scripts because that was also the same time I was taking film and it was just you know really something I wanted to do but I've never really written a book um, but I would love to I would love to make a children's book uh, as well as some more in-depth uh, novels man I feel like you should do a children's book simply because some of the <laughs> qualities that you're talking about man like people need yeah. to hear that crap they, yeah. they really do I would encourage you. I to might do take that. that. I might take that dog story. So if anyone takes that, uh, I'm coming for you. That's, <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a statement right now. <laughs> Copywriting that. Yeah, you should do that 100. <laughs> percent uh, Maybe I might. You really should, because I, because like I was saying, you know, there's there's so many qualities that are lost in today's society just because of the the way that our culture is moving that we need to hear that stuff. And I feel like you know what a what better way to to reach people than a book. Mm-hmm. especially because yeah. you know it's not like a it's not like a snapchat story or snapchat i'm saying my you know dating myself but uh you know like a story or something like that simply because you know it, they disappear in 24 hours you know you only reach a certain amount of people you know or a mm-hmm. twitter post you know a tweet you know yeah. it, it, it the tweet is always there but after you know a couple hours it's not going to come back up on the news feed a book you can keep yeah. opening again and again and again, and you can pass it down and give it to people, mm-hmm. and it sits there on your countertop, and you're like, oh, I should probably read this. You know, it looks colorful, whatever it is, you know, and it just keeps giving and giving and giving. We mm-hmm. need more people like that. People that are, yeah. that can preach, uh, I'll say preach, preach life, you know, into a younger generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's oftentimes, what I learn is that things get blurred very quickly, and it's always... You can share ideas, um, and I think it's it's always great because, like you said, you can always pick it back up and, and read it and read it. But the thing is, every time you read it, you learn something more, something 
very subtle mm-hmm. that you never notice could mean a lot and could unlock these little mis- these little questions that you know you now have. Yeah. But also, if someone else reads it, that doesn't necessarily mean that they will view it exactly the way you do. Mm-hmm. So, same thing. So to go back to to let's say let's say Othello because Shakespeare on the brain. <laughs> um, Othello, um, are you familiar with it? I just want to. I'm uh, not. Clarify. Yeah, I'm not very familiar with Shakespeare. If I'm being honest, he w- that section okay, in right. English class, I kind of like zoned out on zoned just because out. it was so <laughs> I, deep. <laughs> I don't so. blame you. I really don't. <laughs> I, I zoned out in high school, but college, I, I paid attention a little more. Yeah. But um, Othello was about, uh, this is Shakespearean time. It was, I believe it was a, like a, a princess, someone who has more position and power. And I believe it was her boyfriend or, or fiance at the time. And he, he had darker skin. This is, they are essentially an interracial couple. And there's someone there who kind of wants he kind of wants it to end just because he's a spiteful person. Um, Othello is the, the fiance. He was made uh, general of like the army and the, the main villain. He also has some experience in the military and he's kind of annoyed that they chose him. They chose the other guy. They chose Othello over him and he tries to sabotage everything. He, and it's not just, Oh, I want your position. I want him to lose everything he has. he, devises these plans to make Othello go crazy. The person that he loves, everything, you know, of she can she can never do me wrong. You're so faithful. We love each other. And that's they do. They really are. But it's because of some someone, one person, who's gonna sabotage it, put in the, the, the ideas of she's getting really close with your best friend. I'm not suggesting anything, but that's exactly what he's doing. And mm-hmm. at the end of the, the, the story, another spoiler, um, Othello kills his wife, well, kills his fiance, because he has gone mad. And that's when he realizes that, like, what he's done, but the person behind it, there's none of it was true. It's just, he's still out and about. Mm. One moment, sorry. Now you're good. Sorry about that. Someone <laughs> opened my door. That's all good. No worries. Um, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's one of those instances where the villain wins in a way. And you can take many lessons from it, but if I read it one way, it may not be exactly what you see it as. You know, yeah. some people may even sympathize with um, the, the villain. You know, someone it's like, yes, he does have more experience. Why wasn't he in charge? If, if this is old, old time Shakespeare of, well, yeah, why would the father of, of, of the, uh, forgot her name, <laughs> why, would she, why would he approve of Othello dating his daughter? Yeah. You know, and it's just taking it, taking a piece of work and splitting it into many different things. Mm-hmm. And it can mean something different to any, each and every person. No, it and we see a lot of people, you know, kind of taking stuff like that and twisting it mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, and which mm-hmm. is really sad because, of course, you know, Shakespeare had a he had a a main idea in mind, and like mm-hmm. you're saying, you know, there's there's so many different little 
little things that people can learn, you know, from it, which might not have been intended, but that's beauty of reading, you know, that's the beauty mm-hmm. of language and stories and everything. There, there's so many little things that you might be able to see that the author didn't intend to put in there, but they are in there. Mm-hmm. But um, saying all of that, it, it's really sad to see people, you know, they just completely twist that nowadays. They need to hear the truth, mm-hmm. but yet the truth mm-hmm. is right in their face. They're just misinterpreting it. They either twist the narrative into something they want or they miss it completely. Yep. And then it's that stubbornness and that closed minded nature that prevents them from progressing forward. Yep. Uh, That's something that I've noticed with many people in today's society. They don't care to listen to the other side, even if you completely disagree. I've met people who their viewpoints are very twisted and anybody would disagree with. But yeah. it's if even if you state something that I completely agree with, let's say that um uh we don't need to pay that uh let's say college kids shouldn't have to pay so much for textbooks because they are very expensive Heck for yeah. just a few months. No, that's <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> if you were to if since since if we were to go on the same way, if you were to go into more an extreme nature. If you were to to vandalize, if you were to harm, if you were to be disrespectful, it doesn't matter if we agree. Your approach is completely off and muddies the image and kind of paints everything that you're fighting for in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's true, and mm-hmm. that's the sad reality of today is that people's opinions on the matter, the way they see it, it's 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 either their way or you're wrong, which is not mm-hmm. how people should be. You know, um, for example, and um, I was going to use politics, but I don't necessarily want to use that because it's, I'll use it anyway, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So regardless of who you voted for in the United States election, you know, there are people who hated Trump and there are people who hated Biden. I would assume more people hated Trump, mostly because he lost, not to mention that's what a majority of social media is, you know, just a bunch of Trump hate. Um, But the thing is, is like, um, and of course, I don't necessarily want to get into this. I'm just using it as a point, you know, like there were good qualities about Trump and there are good qualities about Biden. But as soon as Trump does something which they might consider wrong it's it's automatically nope like you're wrong you're you're blah 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 and they state all these facts about him and then they just kind of cast him out to the side and and regardless of if he's right or wrong that one thing that they don't agree with everything then is wrong or they just figure out a way to then spin what he's saying to fit their narrative which isn't Mm -hmm. right regardless if you like the man or you don't like the man i'm just trying to say you know we need more people to instead of being like no i don't like this one thing but i do like these other things you know like we just need people to be more open-minded we need people in this world to be more understanding of what certain things are what certain values are what certain morals are you know you could say what certain anything is just because Mm -hmm. it's either their way or the highway and it's very left wing you know it's very liberal mm. not and of course i don't want to get into the whole liberal conservative thing i'm just using again as an example but it's yeah, a whole yeah, idea it's a whole idea of we just need people to be more understanding you know like it, it's not like america was built off of just one ideology you know like there's a mm. lot of a lot of things that have shaped america to what it is today 
Why does it need to be one way or the highway? Mm-hmm. It's Just like to- it's a conglomerate. It's a cluster of ideas. Exactly. And with that, since with ideas, there's always going to be opposition. It's creating that compromise yep. that some people don't want to do. Yeah. Because if they think one way, I'm not going to lower my standards to fit you. And, yep. you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's like, it's troubling uh, yeah. knowing because uh, I found myself in that situation where I would like to put an effort to, to fix a situation, but the, uh, the other party would not want to do so. Yeah. Therefore, progress cannot be made whatsoever. Yeah. And the, the, the saddest part is, is that people don't see disagreement as a good thing. They see it as mm. something that's like almost evil, if you will. You know, because yeah. the great part about disagreement is that you got two different opinions clashing together, which then makes you try to figure out some sort of path to go down. But mm. nowadays, it's you have two heads clashing together and one side is just so it's my way or the highway, then the other side literally mm-hmm. can't get in some sort of thing to help try and figure out a solution, mm-hmm. which just yeah. isn't right. You you can't yeah. just have one side, you know? You can't just have it's this way or that's it, you know? Like, for example, if you take communism, that whole idea, I know mm. we're going down a rabbit trail, but go with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'll follow uh, you. That, you know, with, with communism, it was, it's communism or you're dead pretty much. Like that's what's going to happen. And then you see the mm. nastiness that came from it, you know, like so mm. many billions of people died. I think it was billions. It could be wrong. I don't want to get my facts mixed up. I'll say billions, billions of people died, you know, because they wanted to try this one thing. And because it, you know, people didn't want to budge on it all this crap happened but here's the thing if they could try and talk it out with the opposing side and try and work some solution maybe all those lives wouldn't have been lost yeah there might have been some you know conflict and stuff and but that's what makes us human is conflict you know opinions everything that everything that can come from having two sides you know that's what makes us human that's why we have what we have that's why we have a conscience is because we're trying to figure out the the right way to move forward just because it's your way doesn't mean that it's freaking right, dude. Just, I mean, like, for, for all we know, you could be totally wrong. And the other side could be trying to bring some light to it. And it's not until you guys really sit down and talk and try and figure it out, you know, you move forward. Like, why? when two friends have a stupid argument, you know, they might not talk for a month or whatever. And then one of them comes over and says, hey, I'm really sorry. The other one says, hey, I'm really sorry. And they're like, how can we work this out? And then they start moving down because they had two different, uh, you know, they had two different opinions. Some crap happened. Mm-hmm. They realized they were wrong. They came together and then they started moving forward because they had two different mm-hmm. opinions. They collided and boom, down that path they went. So like mm-hmm. I say all that to say, you know, we need more people like you because you have that good head on your shoulders to where you're like, I just want to help people. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I think from from my understanding of just our, our time together, I think you're okay with a difference of opinion. I think you're okay with mm-hmm. trying to talk something out to be able to come to some sort of conclusion rather than just saying, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one way or, you know, you suck. You're, you're dumb. You're stupid. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I just yeah. felt like I had to say that because you, you, you honestly sound like such a, such a quality person. Thank you. That, that means a lot, actually. Um, to, to kind of bring it back into like English and, and yeah, that sort of sorry. stuff. Is that, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It, it, it's great, actually. Um, it's, it kind of gives like another reason of, of stories. And it, it shows that like to create something, it's to create a discussion as well mm-hmm. you know 
it's and it's and that's that's the main thing figuring out what the other person what their intentions were and understanding why they believe the thing that they do um to kind of get into their headspace or at least develop more of an understanding and to, to hopefully understand it and use that as a way to to move forward and that, that i think that's a, another reason why i go into english so much is because most things that are like that last forever really change the way people think and people people view things mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's funny that you say all that because like that's the entire reason i wanted to start this podcast was to try and understand people and understand why they think the way they think and why you know they're they're I just want to understand them, you know, like, for example, I had a conversation um, and this is going to sound bad, but just hear me out. You know, like I'm I had a conversation with with someone who was going through transition of going from female to male. Right. And like I'm very uneducated in that realm. It's just something that I personally just I don't care. Like if you want to do it, go ahead, like whatever, you know, like it doesn't bother me, whatever. So I'm very uneducated about it. But when they were talking to me about it, you know, I was like, wow, you know, like there's just so much here that I didn't know. And it, mm-hmm. and it brings me back to that idea of I just want to understand people. You know, I want to understand why they think. I want to understand, you know, why they do what they do. And I say all that to say, you know, like you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about all that, because that's the reason I started this podcast, you know, and, and it's cool that you think that same way, too it's always nice to 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 learn more about anything and you can in with my with my time in in, in college and university the one thing that i've understood now is that you don't to put it simply you don't need a degree to teach and i know that sounds weird coming from someone who's who's going to be possibly teaching your people's kids like in the next two years or so but you do not need a degree (laughs) to teach things you need a degree to have the label of being a teacher and you can learn from anywhere anything and just by observing Mm -hmm. but i you can grab like a homeless guy and so i was like i live in new york Mm -hmm. it's like a homeless guy can tell you just some random tidbit of information of you know what it's like like hey don't buy the sushi down the street it'll give you food poisoning and it's like that's random random uh, random old old dude you're homeless you're you know you don't play much of an impact but now i know don't Mm -hmm. don't trust that sushi i guess he knows that for some reason yeah you know and it's not even just simple things bigger things you know like you learn from your friends you learn from your family even if they give you the wrong advice you know what not to do now mm-hmm. and what it's I... taking the opportunity to learn mm-hmm. no sorry go ahead you you were finishing your your thought oh yeah you're just taking the opportunity to learn uh, regardless of where you are mm. yeah i'm sorry there, there's just like a very slight delay so if i cut you off i'll uh, i'll let you go but um i i just want to say this um i hate it when people say i don't like learning I don't like school mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just simply because literally your entire life you're going to be learning regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. Like, for example, I was talking to a bunch of um, kids. Uh, I was volunteering at uh, one of my uh, one of the churches that I went to. I was working with the youth mm-hmm. there 
And um, I was talking with them. I was like, who likes learning? And none of them raised their hand. And I was like, are you guys stupid? Not really. I didn't say that. But I was like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like what about, you know, girls like who likes to learn makeup, you know, and understand makeup or, or you know, hair stuff or, you know, dolls or whatever it was, you know, and then they started to raise mm-hmm. their hands. I'm like, you guys don't understand that you're going to be learning the rest of your life. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be school subjects. It's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, interpersonal connections. It's going to be technology. It's going to be your job. It's going to be whatever it is. And I say all of that to uh, kind of just back up your thing in terms of you're just going to learn the rest of your life, you know, regardless of how it's being taught to you, you're going to learn the rest of your life. You might as well, you know, start to realize that so then you can actually start to learn. But it's also true when you say that you don't necessarily need to be a teacher to teach. Uh, Of course, you know, like going to school, you know, you learn how to teach, but a lot of the knowledge that you have that you're going to be teaching, you already have. Wait, did that come out right? I think that came out right. But a lot of the knowledge you're going to be teaching, you already have. You know, you just have to figure out a way to convey it. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily need to be a teacher to teach. You just need to understand how to convey the the topics, you know. And and that Mm -hmm. can go with literally anything. Something as simple as, the sun is yellow, you know, or something as simple as don't touch that hot plate, you know, don't, don't be stupid, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you just got to figure yeah. out a way to convey it. So everyone's a teacher and everyone's a learner, you know, just yeah. because a piece of paper says something one way or the other, it doesn't mean that it isn't true before that piece of paper. You just have to understand to convey it, how to convey it. And then you also have to be, you know, understand the learning process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to kind of build off of that, I think when you when you ask these kids like who likes to learn, I think well, how how old are these kids? If you don't mind me, uh, they're in middle school age. Okay, so it is around that time where they kind of just kids in general are essentially taught that this is what I'm teaching you is what I'm teaching you, and that's what you're going to need in life. Mm-hmm. And I can assure you, some of these things I will never hold on to. And e equals MC kind of squared. Going, yeah, <laughs> that I remember because that's everywhere. Really. True. Yeah, but true. two things to, to kind of go into history, as, you, as I said, I do not like history, but I remember two things, and that was the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire and the poor conditions that you know people working there had to go through and the assassination of Arch- French Duke Ferdinand uh, sparked World War I. I cannot tell you dates. I cannot tell you anything else. <laughs> but I think they, they're kind of taught that like this is what you need to do to succeed. And learning these little tidbits of information, learning how to dissect a book, learning how to uh, conduct electri- like electricity and, and science, and they're not taught like anything else. And being in, you know, the, the still learning on what it's like to teach people, it's it shows you how much opportunity they miss. And you don't need to be book smart in order to progress anywhere. Some people, they're, they're bad at school. I know, I know a, a kid, he's around 16 or so. He knows school isn't for him. He's not going to drop it on completely because he at least wants to finish the grade, but he's very into music. And he still, he's still young. He's developing. He's growing. He makes music. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, it, it is pretty, they are pretty good it's pretty good songs um but he knows school isn't for him but that doesn't mean that he's a dumb kid mm. he is a very smart and talented young man but it's it's kind of implementing they they inadvertently implement the idea that 
without school, you can't succeed. And then I think that to me is, is harmful to, to teach kids. Yeah, because you don't want them to feel stupid. Like, I feel like the American education system um, is just flawed in that sense of exactly mm-hmm. what you exactly what you said is the reason why it's so flawed because kids are meant to think, you know, like, oh, if you get an F, you're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, if you fail the yeah. science test, you're stupid. No, that doesn't mean that you're stupid. It just means that you're not good at science. But the, all, mm-hmm. but the thing that sucks is that you have to do a certain, I mean, like, we're getting into, like, sticky stuff. But, I mean, like, you have to perform, you know, what is considered the average. And if you're not average, then you're dumb. But you might be really, mm-hmm. really good at sports or you might be really, really good at public speaking or, you know, you mm-hmm. might be excuse me, incredibly skilled with technology or like, you know, in your case, um, the kid with music, you know, like he might be an incredible musician, the next John Mayer. Oh, I love John Mayer so much. He might be the next John Mayer, you know, but he might not ever reach that potential simply because of the fact that the education system is labeling him as stupid because he might not be good at school. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really sad to see that we can, that we might potentially be losing out on incredibly smart children because of how the system is working. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will right. say the one... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I, I was just kind of saying to myself, I think I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I understand what you mean. Um, the one thing that I've, I learned about now is that some schools, they... A, two things. One, they have to match a curriculum. So they have to teach kids specific things in order just to pass a test. And I think a lot of students will agree that, oh yes, I, I read this tidbit of information, I was quizzed on it, can I tell you what happened? Absolutely not, because I no longer need this information. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to expanding it and learning other things that don't necessarily pertain to school, it is the lack of resources that some schools have. And what bothers me is that I'm... So one of my classes this semester is learning about assessment and what it's like to, like, what it actually means to track someone's learning process. Like, yes, they can, they can pass the test, but how do you know that they're actually learning something? Mm-hmm. And judging by that, some, some schools will think, oh, well, these kids aren't learning so much. They're more of like on the lower end. This school learns a lot. So we're going to put our funding over there. But why, if they're already in a good spot, why won't you go to the other kids who do need help? There are some schools who don't have proper textbooks, who, who require some more aid and assistance. And, you know, one thing that I heard that some schools are doing is that they're implementing um, virtual reality. And as an experiment, they, they showed kids like, all right, who here, think they can, who here thinks they can be a marine biologist? Not many kids have access to what to like, let's say they live in the middle of, of the US, where they're not really surrounded by water, you know, they don't really know about fish too much. They're not near ocean life. Yeah, it, it's least likely they're going to say I can be a marine biologist. Versus, if you give them the opportunity, here's a virtual simulation of what it's like to be in the ocean. Of course, we're not going to take you scuba diving, but we're going to make these little games we're going to quote unquote take you down to like um, the great barrier reef see the coral see the fish see the wildlife and understand how they cooperate and under and work within our world and then soon after they realize if they ask them again who would be interested in being a marine biologist they had more 
positive responses of, I think I can do this, but they wouldn't have gotten to that point if they weren't given the resource, if they weren't given that access to take the first step forward, they would have never seen that as an option that they had. Do you feel that it could almost be like some sort of, um, you know, you know how sometimes people will see something or like they have a really good experience with, with, you know, some sort of something, sorry, I can't be more specific, but, uh, you know, you have an experience, let's just say, you know, like you, you see a really, really good movie and you're like, man, I can really be an actor, you know, like that would be really cool, you know, because of that experience. Do you feel like that's kind of what's happening or are you saying more of just like, um, you know, the resources need to be there? I think so inspiration can come from anywhere. Like you said, um, if you were to watch a movie and suddenly you think like, Oh, I can be an actor. It's the, it's the idea of like, Hey, that does look like a lot of fun to kind of play a part, play a role or to kind of perform for people. I know, I know uh, a kid, he's interested. He has the, the interest of being an actor. He wants to be a comedian as well. And he wants to make people smile. And, you know, we're not taught these things, but it's just seeing these things. Like, he, he didn't go out on a movie set and see it, but he's watched movies, and he, he, he follows the characters and, and, and really dissects them and understands them, where he thinks, I can convey that myself. I can, they can do it. They do it well, and people, like, kind of look up to them in a sense, and they, they make people smile. I want to be able to do that too. Mm, okay, I see where you're coming from. I I was just kind of because I know I understand we're talking about children and stuff, but um, I do know that there are just like a lot of false hopes and whatnot. So I just wanted to make sure that like I was understanding you fully is all. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna kind of change um change uh paths here. You know, uh, we talk a lot about education and everything, which I do feel yeah. like needs to be addressed because I feel that America has a really flawed education system. Like I stated earlier, um, mm-hmm. it, I just feel like it needs to be redone. Anyway, um, you, you say you're an, an inspiring voice actor. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, what did that, how did that start? You know, like what, what does that mean necessarily? Like, do you want to be like a, like a children's TV show cartoon character or do you want to be like something more like kind of what's that story? Um, so this was, this is around the time where I would make my own ideas. And, um, as mentioned before, I like creating things, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very into that part and it's figuring out what part of, of a story can, is, is feasible. And, I've always looked into like animation and that sort of stuff because I think it is requires a lot of work to to kind of convey an image and do it well. Um, but it's also at, at one point I wanted to go into art because I felt as if you know looking at these characters and and seeing the backgrounds and creating the whole scenery was the way to go. But then I realized, you know, to kind of bring it back to English just for a small second that the story is what matters more importantly. Mm-hmm. And then seeing all these like, um, let's say like animation videos as well. It is interesting that you can be part of something without necessarily being there. And to, to create a, a story, like let's say like it is a cartoon or an anime. There is always someone behind that voice, that character 
that makes it come to life. And a story is great. And if I could be a part of someone's project without necessarily uh, flying down to go see them or, or just, oh, we're not in the same location, therefore it's a dud. It's, it's always like I can provide my voice, my services as a way to help someone with, with their project, something that they want to create, but they need just, you know, because it's a lot harder to, to hire an actor but if you can draw something and make it move or, you know, and then have someone behind that to make your character come to life, mm-hmm. that part to me is, is very fascinating and it's, it interests me a lot. Oh, that's really cool. Cause, cause to be honest, I'm not really sure about, I, I, I'm not very knowledgeable about the whole actor and, and, you know, umbrella term, but like actor kind of scene, um, mm-hmm. just because I, that was something that personally never interested me. And so to hear, you know, that you want to use it to be able to help other people just kind of helps solidify in my mind, the idea that like, you know, that's really cool. You know, we need, we need that, that idea, that uh, mentality of helping, you know, and what better way to use it than by something that you're super into something that really interests you. Mm -hmm. What kind of, sorry, go ahead. Go on. Sorry. No. Uh, I was going to say that like, um, one thing that kind of drove me into really doing it is I was just like, e- even looking at like some shows that I would watch, um, kind of knowing that that one person. So I'm trying to find, um, Tom Kenny, uh, Tara Strong, Matt Mercer. Uh, those are people, um, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, just make it sure. Um, those are people who have played massive roles in things that we do. So Tara Strong, you may know her more as Bubbles from The Power of Girls, the voice of, of yeah. Timmy Turner. And those are people that, you know, we, those are characters that we grew up with that molded our childhood, yet they're the same person. Yeah. You know, conveying different messages. You know, uh, Tom Kenny, he's SpongeBob. He's mm-hmm. the mayor in Power of Girls. And he's also the Ice King in Adventure Time. And mm. all of these different characters being tied to one person to, you know, and, and like entertain or inspire mm-hmm. uh, just anyone. How would you go about getting a gig like that? It is very tricky, I will say. Um, so <laughs> I, I started on, on Reddit. And um, on Reddit, I just joined a few reddit threads stating um i didn't even say anything i just kind of joined in saying voice acting for free voice gigs um and people would post when like hey i want to make this project and i need a voice because i hate the way i sound so uh i need someone and i've I've helped just people create their own thing and it's a way to get experience um but also put their foot in the door and you know, uh, if I'm doing it for the sake of entertainment and making someone's project come to life, but also some people do it for financial reasons and they do it for the need of like, I want to be paid this much for, for doing this. And it's just little projects of, um, there was someone who just needed it for a school project where they just needed a different narrator, um, and looking into some microphones for my things, I got, I, I bought one and I thought, hey, I could do this. And I 
would just help with these little things that people wanted to to make or want to sound good. Hmm. So what would be kind of kind of just, you know, theor- or not theorizing, uh, hypothetically, I guess, if, if you were to land, you know, a gig on some show that you loved, even if the show is like not around anymore, you know, just like some show that was oh. super, you were super into or something, what, what show would that be? Or like what voice would you want to portray? Um, it's very it is very hard to say for me i can i I can convey someone who's very like that that sweet innocence you know childlike nature that's just the way i am Mm -hmm. so it would be more of hey i'm just kind of acting myself you know and i feel like one thing i would like to be is a very good villain because it takes a lot of work to write a good villain Mm-hmm. And even if you write it, if the acting isn't good, it's it's not a good villain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm not a menacing person. I don't know if you picked up on that. I am not a, a <laughs> scary, intimidating person. <laughs> so if I could find a way to to portray that, I feel like that'd be a great accomplishment uh, in in my life. Just to be intimidating to someone. <laughs> I was gonna say you sound, and of course, you you know, in a nice way, you sound very. Um... I don't think timid's the right word, but just, you know, very laid back maybe is a better word. Very go with the flow, you know, very just kind of reserved. Yeah, um, you're you're not you're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you sound again just like me. You know, I I'm very reserved, very laid back and everything. You know, you kind of have mm-hmm. to put on a little bit of a face when you when you do something like this. So, you know, I'm doing my best. But I, I think you can relate, though, to the whole just like, yeah. uh, you know, laid back, just kind of chill, bro. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay. Just let it go. Yeah, I actually, I wasn't always this kind of vocal about things. So mm-hmm. um, growing up, I was, I was very shy and I was very, um, like, I would talk low. I would mumble a lot to the point where... Um, Essentially, I would get poked fun at for not mm. being able to order my food at Burger King. And uh, that was mm. very like, okay, I can't, um, I can't do that. And it sucks. And that made me, um, you know, contemplate because it would be like, oh, well, you need to speak up. I didn't know how to do that. As, as weird as that sounds, to speak up, if you were to tell me to, to talk louder, I yell, and then it just seems like this little six-year-old is giving you attitude over chicken nuggets, yeah. and no one wants to deal with that. <laughs> no, that was me. I was the same way. I, it's not that like I was, you know, like I, I was just more of a quiet guy. You know, I would just mumble, and then mom would be like, "Speak up!" And then I'd speak up, and she'd be like, "Don't give me an attitude." I'd be like, "Shut up!" Like, what are you talking about? I'm just trying to speak up so you can hear me. So I know what you mean <laughs> by that. It sucks. Yeah, it's it's like, like. Can I get a can I get a, a soda? It's like I'm sorry. It's like can I get a, can I get a soda? It's like 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 son, you need to speak up. Can I get a soda? It's like okay, don't yell at them. I'm like I, I'm not yelling. I'm yeah. Great. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> no. I, yeah. I yeah. In in college, I took communications classes, which is weird to think that you a communications class would be a college level class. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took that as a way to talk about things that i liked or you know one of my earliest not earliest but like the latest the last project i did in a communications class involved the teacher saying write an informative presentation about legitimately anything 
any subject, any person, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And when I, I asked her, like, do you genuinely mean anything? And she's like, yeah, if it, you find it interesting, it doesn't matter what it is. And I learned when you talk about something you genuinely really like, you can have so much fun with it. I wrote a presentation about why Jared Leto is awesome. And that was actually <laughs> the title of my presentation. <laughs> because and I put a little joke in it, you know, a guy with long flowing hair, a nice thick beard, yeah. you know, someone everyone knows. And I put a picture of Jesus before I switched it to Jared Leto. And he was relevant at the time because I think this is when Suicide Squad came out. Mm. Um, and you can people will say that this is the absolute worst or the like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was interesting because um, I thought it would be been kind of funny, and I had a lot of fun. With it. And I, I, you know, I did it, and I, it kind of gave me that confidence of I know what I'm talking about. I feel good about what I'm talking about. So why not talk about it? Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, very fun. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I just don't know what to add to that. I I, I don't want to mm. take away from that because it's good. <laughs> Thanks. Solid. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, sorry, did you have something? Oh no, I just that's it. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you one more question, and um, this is a question like I said earlier. I ask everyone. Um, so a piece of advice that you would want to pass down to someone, uh, it doesn't have to be anything that we talked about. It could be, you know, the, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, it could be something like that, or it could be some sort of like saying some sort of like, you know, thing that your mom told you that you just kind of held on to, but like, what would be that one piece that you, that you would love to pass down? So one thing I would want to put down, uh, or I would, I would say to, to have people remember is to understand yourself as a way to progress forward. Um, and I say that because as someone who... I wasn't, the, I wasn't my biggest fan, I will say. Um, and uh, figure out what I didn't like about that. So, like I said, as a kid, I didn't like the way I mumbled, the way I talked very low. Mm-hmm. And I... I learned how to fix that in a way. I put myself through that 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 transaction or transition of how can I say something, convey what I need to say in a professional manner where I'm not being ignored. Um, and it worked. It, it did take some time, but learning what I don't like and working my way to fix that. If you know, um, I know some people who they use humor as a coping mechanism when they're going through rough times. It is one thing to acknowledge it, but it's another thing to understand it and to combat that as to, you know, why do you do that? And um, to backtrack a bit, I know a guy who does do that. And he's come to terms saying he had to do that because he had to grow up very quickly um, as he had uh, an infant uh, sister and he came in a single parent home. He had to learn how to man up in a way. So to him, that required him suppressing these emotions and kind of bottling them up in a way. And it led to some trouble of, he, he knows that he, he bottles them up and makes humor to, to cope with it, but he doesn't take that step of understanding that it's okay to, to have these emotions. It's okay to, to, to be sad, to be angry over the littlest things. Because if you're feeling something, you feel it for a reason. 
And even if it's minuscule, you know, never feel bad about how you feel is, is another thing that I kind of go by. Man, that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm doing, I'm doing my best to not add on to that because I don't want to dis- diminish that. The last few people that I've, that I've asked for uh, advice and they've given me something I'm like, man, that's so good. And then I try and talk about it. I'm like, nah, dude, you can't do that. You just got to let it be because it is, <laughs> it, it, it is really good. And I'll stop with that. Mm-hmm. I do want to say though that, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, keep, keep a solid head on your shoulders because I know that just from speaking with you, know, you know, for the hour that, you know, you're going to do great things, you know, you're going to impact a lot of kids, uh, especially through your teaching and whatnot. Um, if you were to go down that road, you know, hopefully, you know, you get to do what you want to do and go through the voice acting and everything. That would be really, really cool. You know, make your own, uh, books and stuff, yeah. uh, to be able to, you know, uh, speak life that way. But, um, yeah, was, if, yeah. if that uh, fails, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna mention like, um, funny thing with like the voice over stuff because I, I I still love being a part of that. Um, when I got my first gig in a way, like I mean something mainstream that wasn't like, hey, here's a, a school project. It was actually by accident. <laughs> Is that really? <laughs> yeah. So. I, like I said, I, I started on Reddit and I kind of branched out to like Instagram, Twitter, yeah. like I, and, but I started out on, on Reddit and there was someone stating, Hey, I need someone to record me this poem. And, um, like I need it as soon as possible. And I, I saw it when it was posted and I thought, you know, why not? It's, I, I saw it as another like school assignment that, Oh, they make a poem and they want to put a voice behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read it and I emailed them the file and I said, you know, what you know what i need to say if, if there's any issues let me know and they then informed me great this is gonna be in a video game by the way <laughs> and and i'm like excuse me <laughs> and it's like yeah we're making a game um and we needed this last part because we thought the ending was missing something huh. um so it, it was it was like oh that's a Am I in a game now? Like, is that a thing? And they That's thought, so like, cool. yes, it, it's being released. Uh, it was it was released on the the first of June. What uh, game was it's it? It's called uh, The Walking Fish Two: The Final Frontier, and it's like five dollars on Steam or something. And they they sent me a copy, uh, which was which is good. But that was the first thing, and they sent me the the clip. So if you look at the if if anyone out there has either played it or wants like. Oh, cool. Let's see what this is about. It's like a it's like a horror based game. Um, then you will find me at the end credits. Um, and that was completely like by accident. Uh, hmm. so I always thought that was that was pretty interesting, you know. And it's 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 like wanting to be a part of a project, you know. And it kind of led me to that. Um, just fortunately enough. That's really cool. I added that to my wish list because I want to watch stuff on it. That's so cool, though. You know, just <laughs> randomly out of the blue, you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be in a video game." Wait, what? <laughs> like that's you don't hear that every day. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's so, and that was my first ever thing, and I thought, wow. "Wow!" And and since then, I've been part of like little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just to say that, like, within my first year, I got extremely lucky, and I I, yeah. I will blame it on I, I will blame it on luck you know because some people would push for years and mm-hmm. and not or and match up my position or not even come close 
but it's it's great <laughs> it, it's very interesting so, so yeah so that i will add always to, to better yourself and never be afraid to put yourself out there in yeah. a bit because you never know what it holds even if an experience is bad you learn from it mm-hmm. and if it's good you can also learn from your accomplishments on how to improve that you yeah. know next time it comes your way I know that if I ever need some sort of voice acting, I'll sh- I'll be sure to send you an email, see if you're available. <laughs> That's hey, so cool. If anyone wants it, I will. Uh, I I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to send me uh, something uh, through Discord or whatever, so I can put in the show notes like an email address or or whatever you want, so then people can get in contact with you. That's so cool. Okay. What the heck, man? Yeah, I I don't I don't know. It, it's like. I still find it baffling, and it it was interesting because uh, it's one of those things that, like, since it's happened, I will admit I have overlooked, and I felt like you know, because I don't like talking about myself too much, which is why mm-hmm. another reason why I kind of wanted to be you know on your podcast because I love the concept of your podcast of, of meeting new people and, and understanding things, but it's also like I've never done anything like this before, yeah, and to to kind of discuss these things like the way that I think and you know, the things that I've done have, has always been like something I was afraid to do. So it does, Mm -hmm. it even pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, and I love. Well, thank you for the kind words, first of all. And second of all, it's, it's, it's been really cool because the thing is, is that I've had some conversations with some people that, um, there are some things of course in this world that the top let me say this there's some topics that are just kind of frowned upon because of how they come out if that makes sense you know like mm-hmm. uh for example you know like um me and a buddy uh, an episode that i did recently you know we talked about um how we view women who do only fans you know and how we just we don't view that as mm-hmm. something that's like good not not in the like gen- in a more general sense like we just don't view that as something it's like who would want to be with someone who's just like put themselves out like that if that makes sense just because of how we view mm-hmm. women you know and so it, and, and i say that not to mm-hmm. you know cause any sort of controversy or whatever but i say that to say you know like some of the things that we talk about on here that mm-hmm. i've talked about with people is just so cool you know like i was not expecting to talk about education with you you know and just that whole idea and you know how how yeah. people like i was not expecting that I, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, yeah. but I wasn't expecting that. And so it's kind of cool just to be able to, you know, talk about almost anything. You know, it's just you and me and we're just having a nice conversation, talking about whatever topics we want to talk about, mm-hmm. you know. And if people don't like it, I mean, they don't have to listen. But I do feel like, as we said earlier, you know, people should probably start to see the other side of what they're thinking simply because mm-hmm. of the fact that maybe they can come to some sort of compromise. And that's that's mm-hmm. um anyway, that's not the whole idea, but you know, like I said the main topic about or the main idea behind this podcast is just trying to understand how people think. You know, that's something that I feel like a lot of uh what society and culture they don't see it that way. They just want to be able to understand something without understanding why people think the way they do. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. And so it's just kind of cool, you know. It's been fun. It's been so much fun to some of the conversations and the topics that come up it's it's really cool yeah so uh but i will say this i want to thank you for for being here you know spending about an hour with me and like i was saying earlier please you know keep doing the best you're doing you know don't don't stop like i can see you going places based off of your your um tenacity and your gumption uh and, and um 
I look forward to seeing, I mean, I don't know your last name, but you don't have to tell me your last name, but I, it would be really cool to be like, yeah. wait, is that Jesse? Is that the guy that I talked to, you know, X amount of years ago who wanted to put out a kid's book and yeah. now it is out like, that'd be cool to me. So <laughs> keep doing it because <laughs> that, would be... that would be cool. But, yeah. uh, you know, like I, I wish you the best <laughs> in the future and everything with, with your, um, ambitions. Um, you know, don't stop, keep going. It's definitely worth it as hard as it might yeah. seem. And I say all that just as someone who's gone through it myself, you know, don't, don't stop. So, uh, but I do want to say thank yeah. you again for being on here. It was, it was a really fun time. Uh, I, I honestly really did enjoy this. I, I love talking about random stuff. It's so cool. Mm. You know, it's just so cool to see what, to, to hear yeah. people's opinions and everything. But, um, yeah. Um, again, send yeah. me whatever you want to, whatever you want, you know, like your, if you want to put out your quote unquote resume, send that to me so that I can put it in the notes. Um, but is there anything real quick that you want to plug socials um, or anything like that? Uh, okay. Uh, yes. My social, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse G underscore VA and that's Jesse J E S S Y not I E like I've been told many times. Um, mm. also Instagram at Jesse G dot voiceover. Um, it should have the same icon and my email. If someone out there thinks, Hey, uh, I want to get his voice for some reason. Um, Jesse G dot voice over at gmail.com. That was our, that's my personal, uh, not personal, my, my business email and for that. So yeah, check it out. And, um, I Lit. look forward to, to, to see what life holds for the both of us. Yeah. And, and just so everyone knows, this is just a, he is on a phone right now with some headphones. He's got a mic. Yeah. <laughs> I do <laughs> have got a, a fancier mic. microphone. I have a fancier <laughs> microphone and I record in my closet so you don't have to hear any sort of background noise. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Sweet. Well, thanks, Jesse, again for doing this. This was honestly truly fun. Um, and then I will mm -hmm. send you, I, I'll just send you a Discord uh, message when this goes live so you know when it's live. Um but other than that, I hope you have a fantastic week, and I hope you uh, keep killing it at, at uh, university. You know, you're almost at Thanksgiving break if you're not on it already, so keep pushing. Yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to make it to the finish line. <laughs> you but can do thank it. Thank you. It, it was it was great. Uh, it was great being on. Yeah, one hundred percent. The whole experience was great. Um, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, yeah, I really did. It was a lot of fun. If you ever want me back, I'm more than happy to. But also, if people want me back too, that's. Uh, <laughs> We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Dude, anyway, thanks again so much. Really was fun. And uh, I hope you have a great week. All right. Same to you, too. I hope, it's, I hope your Thanksgiving's great. I hope, you know, you get to see your friends, family. You all have a fun and safe experience this year. Uh, you, too. You, as well. <laughs> awesome. Have a good night, man. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye. We need more people like Jesse. That's all I'm saying. Not not to say that he's elevated above anyone else, but his idea of just, I want to help people. You know, I want to teach kids. I want to be able to leave the best possible impact that I can is what we need more of. And it's not just like, it's not just something like, uh, you know, it's, it's the idea that you are teaching to the best of your ability and you're doing it in a way where people can comprehend it's not just oh, i'm going to spit information at you it's being able to do it well so keep doing what you're doing man appreciate appreciate you simply because of the fact that i know that 
kids in your area are going to have it good. Especially if they have to take English, which they all should. Because you said middle school, high school. So they're definitely going to be taking English. Hopefully. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. If you feel that this was something that deserved your time, you really enjoyed it, or even if you really disliked it, please rate it however you see fit on whatever platform you're on. If you think you know someone that would love to be a guest on an episode, please send them my email address. That's acrossthepondpod01 at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Twitter at kingservant. That's K-1-N-G-S-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. I want to thank Mark for making the logo for me and for the Black Couch label and solo artist Ollie H for making the music. And I want to thank you, the listener, for being here and giving this about an hour of your time. Really do appreciate it. Tune in next Sunday for another episode of Across the Pond.